As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, preschool peeps. Hi. Welcome aboard another episode related to these crazy times we're living with. Um, but, but I think what Allison and I were discussing today is, is sort of how we might focus some of these episodes now, which is on moving forward. And so that's kind of the theme of today's episode, along with what we can teach children about acceptance of things we can't control during this time. Because I, I think that's a monumental life lesson on a good day. That there are, right, there are things we can't control and we have to let those go and we have to accept and then make good decisions with the things we can control. I think that's a primary early childhood and life lesson. I think it's a lesson some of us have spent a good part of our adult lives learning. (laughs) Um, and, And some people may still be, you know, kids, they, they are watching us all the time and they're watching you all the time and they take their cues by how people around them react to things. So I wonder if we model acceptance of things we can't control, if they will grow up with a better understanding than our generation did maybe, that there are just things that happen. You know, somebody said to me, Allison, recently, um, something about young people uh, and what they're gonna get from this. And I said, maybe young people will just have a part of who they are because they're learning this so young that things happen and then you adjust and and go on right and and i think think it's a good lesson like i think that these guys these young people these kids are going to learn a lot of stuff that we never learned because we didn't have to go through this we went through something else maybe that taught us something different but they we they get to go through this and this will teach them a lot you know like i think it's gonna i think they'll be more adaptable you know, more resilient, you know, I hope and, maybe, so. and maybe just be like, Hey, anything can happen at any time. So you need to be grateful for what you have kind of thing and make the most out of it. And there are heroes everywhere kind of thing. I mean, there's so much they can learn from it. And I, and I think that, that in this time, you know, I've, I've reached the point now, uh, what are we entering Allison, you and me week 11? Are we at week 11? We're almost at three be, months. 
might be week 12. I don't know. Who don't knows know. anymore? We can't keep track. I don't even know what today is. And you want me to know what we did? So we're, we're definitely, we're definitely like somewhere around three months and where we yeah. live, they're very slowly starting to lift some of the stay at home orders. What they're opening are things that can be done outdoors basically. Um, yeah. But not with crowds. You know, there are still a lot of restrictions on it. It's not like, anybody's opening anything up here and being like, go, 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 everybody go. Yeah. It's not like that. Yeah. And, and uh, frankly, I'm kind of glad for that. So yeah. I, for sure. uh, you know, I think now I've reached the point after all these months of some acceptance, there are things I can't control the speed with which they reopen things, the rules mm -hmm. they put in place to reopen things. There are just things I can't control. Um, right down to roots growing in and hair getting disheveled and yeah. nails, yeah. nails that need to be yeah, and done that and was gained or lost or whatever. Right. Yeah, like whatever, gained or lost. Like I, there are things that I can't control, and and for me, you know, there have been events in my life where I've had practice at this sort of having to accept something in the past, and I so I've got a little practice in this, and I know that. If I start to shift my focus to what can I control and what can I learn from this and how can I do my life even better? Maybe what will I learn? Yeah. It helps me to accept what's happening. And I think that's a great lesson for kids. But I do think I started to say, I do think that at this time as government, many places as they're moving slowly and deliberately, I think we're seeing and people are realizing themselves that they were not taught to accept and and we're seeing people who just, they're having a hard time with that acceptance. And I, I have to hand it to the Buddhists. You know, they've got it going on when it happens, when, it's, when, they, when we talk about acceptance. Buddhists would tell you that happiness should not be the goal of life. Acceptance of everything you feel should be. That's a really good lesson. Mm -hmm. Because like everybody has this goal. Like everybody's like, your goal should be to be happy. Well, like... Yeah. What, what is that? Sure. Not, what is that? It's not realistic. It's not realistic. And it's not realistic. Comes and goes. Yes, and it, it, you can't expect to be happy every single day. But people who have been told this their whole lives think like, "Oh, I'm sad now, or I'm depressed, or I'm anxious, or I'm angry, or whatever." Now I failed because right. I'm not happy. And that's no, not it's the not way a failure. It's the yeah. it's the pattern of life. It's the flow yeah. of life that there know, are times like, that are great, are, and there are times where there's more of a struggle, right? Yeah. But there's it's generations of people life. that were told, like, happiness is your goal. Your goal is to be happy. Be happy with the one you're with. Be happy with where you live. Be happy right. with your job. And if you're not, then something's wrong with you. Well, if and, you're and not, talk, yeah. if you're not, no, I think if what you're you need not, to do is accept that and say, I'm not happy. Right. And I'm change not happy. It. You yes. have to say, so I'm change. not happy. What can I change? And I think at this time, what many of us are experiencing is this. The government is making decisions now. Um, based on where we are, definitely based on science and data. So yeah. they're making decisions based on things that I don't fully understand and I don't have all the information they do. They tell us stuff, but I don't have all the, they never tell you everything. They, so, they're not telling you everything. Yeah. So they're making decisions based on the data and science that they have that are beyond my control. I cannot control their decisions. And so I have to wait for them to just kind of tell me what's going to happen. I can't control what's going to go on with employment. I can't control that. So I have to start to think about, um, hmm, what will I do in my position, for example, as a consultant? How can I pivot 
things that I love to do so that I can do it from a distance if schools don't let me come back in. And there are, and that's highly likely, nor maybe do I even wanna. Um, it depends on the conditions at the time. And I can't make that decision yet. So there are things that decisions that are still I can't make. Um, and, and there's other work that I do that I do at home all the time regard, related to my, my profession. So, okay, that will keep going. And I think we have to start thinking in these very like, kind of like, okay, if this happens, I'll be okay because I can pivot this way, look that way, gives me a chance yeah. to learn and grow. You know, I realized this summer, I'm not gonna be traveling. Uh, instead, I'm gonna take American Sign Language lessons on online, something I've always wanted to do, but I think it'll be super helpful now. So what are you thinking about the things you can't control, Allison? Well, I can't control how the Department of Education decides to open up school. That's right. You know, so I can't control like whether they want to do a half day or every other day or how they're good. I have no control over that. I can control if I want to go back to that. So like if they decide, hey, this is what we're going to do. You're a teacher. You're going to be there every day, all day. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not ready for that. I can just maybe decide to go another career path. I mean, that's fine. Or I could accept what they do and and trust that they have my safety and health in mind, you know, I mean, but I don't have a control over how the governor or department of ed or my superintendent decides to open up schools. I just have to accept that hopefully they have all of us in mind. And then I can decide from there what I want to do and what I feel comfortable with, you know, and I think a lot of people are in that, kind of situation of like, okay, my employment opened up, is it safe? You know, and they have to kind of go back to, they can't control that their employment open, but they can control how they go about doing it. How they you go know, about it, back. yeah, not necessarily people it. need to work, but how they go, they yeah. also, how I know a lot it. of people now um, reaching the point where they've accepted that they can't control how schools or childcare reopen yeah. and that there are conscious decisions that they need to make yeah. um, as to whether they're going to proceed with whatever happens with opening, if they're going to try to see if there are other things available or other arrangements. I know many, many people giving this a lot of thought with children both in preschool and the, the grade school ages. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people are thinking about it. college students are thinking about what is my next move going to be? Do I risk dorming? Do I yeah. Look for off-campus housing, even though I could sign a lease and end up closing again if they open. Do, yeah. do I just, um, you know, do I transfer to something commutable? There's a lot of this conscious decision-making that's going to happen, but I, I'm going to submit this. We can't make good decisions if we haven't reached acceptance. That's true. Because you're too panicky and you're too in your head. Right. And I think for a while there, like in the beginning, even on some of these episodes that we did, I was in panic mode. I remember yeah, talking about it. I was, I was highly anxious. I had no idea what was going on. I had a fear if I left my house, I was going to get sick or make someone else sick. And, and I still have a little bit of that fear. And I think a little bit of that fear is good because it's going to keep me safe. Right. But I also have accepted, like, I can't control this you know i can't control if the virus hits the building i live in i can't control that i can't control that 
So I've just accepted that, like that chaos a little bit and be like, you're going to be okay. You know what I mean? It's going to be fine. Because you'll make decisions. You know, one of the things that we can teach kids is I can't control the other people. The other people might not make good decisions, but we're going to sit together, this family, and make good decisions. And, And I think if children see their families sitting down and saying, you know, we're talking about decisions we're going to make about where we're going to go and what we're going to do. And here's what we're thinking because I can't control the other people, but I can control my good decisions. How big a lesson is that for young children as they get older, right? As they get older, because someday they're going to be teenagers and their peers are going to make really bad decisions. And if they have grown up from the time they're early childhood um, learners, Hearing people say things like, I can't control the other people and I have to accept that, but I can control my movements and my decisions and where I go. And I think that lesson alone for young children is worth its weight in gold. And if you can, if you are a parent and you're listening to this, and honestly, a parent of a child of any age, and they get to see you, listen to you say that and see you put it into action. That is so much more powerful than someday you looking at them and saying, well, you know, I don't trust other people. You have to make good decisions. All that stuff that parents said to us, now is the time when we can really demonstrate it because there are people who are going to make decisions at this time uh, that you may not agree with. You know, Alice and I were talking about a news article about someone who exposed a whole bunch of people, was COVID-19 symptomatic, had symptoms, still went to work, consciously exposed a whole lot of people. So I think if we teach kids, you know, I can't control the movements of other people, but right. we can control ours and we can make good decisions and our good decisions help to keep us safe. From the viewpoint of a teacher, uh, you know, I think we have to teach young children things like the hand washing, the mask wearing, all these things that are going to wear thin really soon on them oh, yeah. um, that are new, but are not going to be so novel. I think we have to teach them that doing it is a decision. Yeah. Doing it is us saying, I keep me safe. And I keep others safe. And I keep others safe. You're right. And I keep others safe by wearing my mask. I decide that I care about people enough that I'm going to keep them safe. I'm going to keep me safe. Right. So I think, um, you know, people who are struggling with acceptance, try it. Try this sentence. Ready? I accept that I can't control some of the decisions that are being made now, nor can I control the decisions of other people. I can decide what I want to do and I have to respect other people's decisions too. Yeah. I think that one of the things I saw, I think it was a meme, but I don't really know. Um, was like, no matter what you or others decide, just be kind to people. Like I, and just, and I think that being that word be kind is like, I accept your decision. Like I was telling Cindy, like, yeah, the beaches in our, our state are open. If you want to go to the see beach, where we are. Yeah. See where we are? <laughs> I know. Do you see me? I'm in my house. Okay. And this is where I will remain for most of the summer. We are home. Yeah. But I'm not judging the people who need to go to the beach. You want to go. Right. To the beach? I go. That's great. Go. I mean, I think for some people's mental health, they need yeah. that. They need to go yeah. to the beach. They need to be in the sun. They need to be out and about. For me, I need to be here in order for me to feel safe so like but neither decision is wrong like it's it's 
I think it's also fine. I think it's also good. It's not bad for children to see you struggling with the decision to say to kids, I would like to go, or I would like to go too. if kids say, can I go here? I I would like to go too. let's think about what's good about that and what's bad about that. And because you know, you know, as an adult, that if you're thinking yourself, I want to go, I don't know, to the, we'll use the beach as an example. I want to go to the beach and in your, in your gut, in your soul, this panics you, then what's the right thing to do? Right. You know what the right thing is to do. And I think we have to teach children during this time to listen, listen to their inner voice like that. It's a lesson to say to the kids, what do you feel deep, deep inside, right? And you tell them, I deep, deep inside, if you decide not to go, I deep, deep inside think we shouldn't go right now, that we should decide to stay home because that's what makes me feel most comfortable. That's what makes me feel relaxed. Or if you decide to go, you can say to the kids, I think deep, deep inside that we should go, that going to the beach is going to make us feel a lot better and help us to stay home more in the future. Whatever it is you decide, right? right? right. But I think... I think that you can't, and I'm going to say it again, you can't make these decisions without some acceptance and acceptance of you cannot, what you cannot control is an awesome lesson for children, mm-hmm. right? Awesome, awesome lesson to say, I've accepted it. It's kind of funny. A friend recently said something to me about the hair situation, um, uh, you know, and said something about, oh my gosh, I'm going to be um, first on the sidewalk in front of the salon when they open. And I said, you know, this was my response. I said, you know, I've accepted it. And now what I'm thinking is, do I want to just let my natural hair color grow in, which is like salt and pepper-ish? Um, do I want to let my hair grow longer? Do I want to not do certain treatments? Because I'll probably be washing my hair more often when I go out now. So yeah. is that a waste sure. of money? Right? Yeah. Like I'm starting to, I've reached acceptance and I'm sort of like, now I have conscious decisions to make. When I was still panicky, it was just, I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to go back. But yeah. now, yeah. now I'm like, everything is a decision. And, and that's again, I good for your now, children it's like- to participate in. Yeah. And to see yeah. pro and con think, lists and all that. Yeah. Right. I think everything now just takes a lot more thought. Whereas before oh, if yeah. I wanted to get my hair cut, I'd call and be like, boom, I'd be there next week. Done. Yep. But now I feel like, and it's good for kids to see that. Like, no, we really need to think about this. Is this the right decision? Yes or no. Why right. or why not? And then that kind of teaches them like, wow, decisions aren't these like quick things that just happen. Like, no, they actually take a lot of thinking and a lot of smarts and sometimes some education and sometimes it's a good point. Like, you know, pooling from different aspects. Do I want my hair to get done? Absolutely. Am I going to be the first one online? Absolutely not. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, you know, like, and, and that, you know, and I was with Cindy in the beginning. I'm like, man, I can't wait. Oh man. Wouldn't that be great if the salon now I'm like, um, think not yeah I'm good because there's worse things in life than my hair not being dyed or cut I had a a most interesting conversation a couple days ago with a friend we were talking about once they have a vaccine right this is all the talk now once they have a vaccine once they have a vaccine what's it going to be like once they have the vaccine are we going to then be afraid of a future pandemic once we have the vaccine so I said to her something about once they have the vaccine and she said you know what Sam I'm not running I'm gonna be not gonna be first in line for that vaccine either don't think just I I I in the beginning I said I said I can't wait for that vaccine to come out because that means I'll be safe. 
Now I'm like, uh -huh. you know. How quickly are they producing this vaccine and how much have they tested it is going to be my question. Right. Because, you know, in a normal vaccine, there'd be a years of testing, I'm sure, yeah. right? Or yeah. at least months. But I, I, at least. You're, I don't want to be the first one online for that. I don't think either. I think no, there was one year, I'm trying to think, maybe when it was H1N1 that they added yeah. to the flu vaccine, right? Yeah. I think they yeah. added it one year. And I remember going to my doctor, who I trust, and saying to my doctor, what do you think? And she, she at the time, if I recall correctly, she said to me, give it a year. Yeah. Give it H1N1. a year. Let the, right? She was like, give it a yeah. year. Let's see if the vaccine is all they, it's cracked up to be. And I thought that that was decent advice at the time. I don't know if I feel the same way this time. I think, again, this is something beyond my control. I want to see how long they've tested it, what they've done. Um, I want to hear from my doctor. That's what I want to hear. I want to talk to well, my doctor because I, I, I trust her. And I want to ask her what she thinks because she is always the first one to say to me, do it when it should be done. Um, so right. I, I, I feel like... I feel like I trust her and she will give me decent guidance. And again, it's another hard decision. You know, we have lots of these hard well, decisions. I also don't want it to change because I was one that I didn't usually get the flu shot, right? Because oh, I, I do. I didn't. Okay. I, I went through years of getting it and every single year I would get really sick and I was like, you know what, what's the point? So I'm just going to go without it for a few years. And now that's the phase I was in right now is like not getting it for a few years. And I've been fine. Hmm. And just like in the beginning of this COVID crisis, I was like, man, never again. I'm never going without the flu shot ever again. That's it. And I was like, wait, why? I, I, and now I'm like, wait, like, don't let one thing change all your decisions. You know what I mean? Like True. quickly, at least. Like, so for me, I'm going to be like you and discuss it with my doctor. Be like, listen, I haven't gotten it in five years and I've been fine. Right. What do you think? What do you think? I think the what do you think conversation yeah. is totally legit. And yeah. I, I think, um, I don't know. I, here, so here's the thing. I guess here's the lesson of this episode. Adults, acceptance, <laughs> try it. Yeah. Just try, try it, it on for size if you're having trouble with it. And if you are somebody who's like, okay, I can accept. I can accept there are things I can't control. I can look towards the things I can and the decisions I'll be making. Then please do that out loud for your children. Yeah. And teachers teach the children that we are making decisions, accepting what is by hand washing and wearing masks and making decisions um, to do that because, and schools are telling us to do that because it will save other people and maybe ourselves. So, you know, I think people need to understand, kids need to understand the decision-making process. And I think part of the decision-making process always when you're making a major decision is acceptance. Even something right down to uh, my car is so uh, so shot that I have to accept taking a car loan or a lease, right? Like it's all right. about acceptance because otherwise you would keep repairing that car. You would keep trying, you get to a point where you accept it, where you say, I can't keep going like this. And I think that for those of us who've been here for nearly three months uh, or three months, who knows? Um, I think that yeah. that reaching the point of, okay, this is our world now. This is it. And we need to look for other ways to move forward. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're, we're, uh, these episodes have been running longer than our typical episodes. If you're interested in our typical episodes, by the way, for a little lighter fare, maybe, 
Um, check out, they have been on podcast providers for almost a year now. We're almost reaching two, no, two years. Sorry, almost two years. So we're reaching two years. There's two years worth of back episodes on your podcast provider on iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're going to, you know, so please check that out because you, YouTube, we started doing during this crisis. So please go and listen. And we will catch you next time on How Preschool Teachers Do It podcast. Find us on Facebook. Go to HowPreschoolTeachersDoIt.com and contact us through the forum with your thoughts. Um, We love hearing from you. And then please share the news of this podcast. Let people know that you found it valuable and they should check it out. Sign them off, Allison. Bye, everybody. Stay safe. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.